My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. Climate neutrality, vehicle propulsion, and legislative frameworks. These important topics and their relationship to each other were at the heart of my recent discussion with Benjamin Krieger, Secretary General of CLEPA, the European Association of Automotive Suppliers. As a public voice, CLEPA supports its members' interest in the legislative and administrative bodies at the European Union and United Nations, helping those institutions address matters relevant to the automotive industry by presenting the supplier's viewpoint. CLEPA also manages and advocates for the formation of strategic alliances while keeping its members informed on the latest industry developments. A journalist by training, Benjamin started his career in the European Parliament. Originally from Germany, Benjamin speaks English, German, and French. And depending on your native language and where you're from, Klepa may also be pronounced as Klepa. Either pronunciation is fine, but the history of the organization is fascinating. We were created in 1959, that's one year after the Treaty of Rome. At that time, you had a stronger influence still of the French language. Klepa is an acronym, of course. It stands for Comité de Liaison Européen des Fabricants d'Equipements et des Pièces d'Automobiles. Oh, that's fantastic, Benjamin. Thank you for that. And I have my little reminder here because uh, literally no one really knows what Clipper stands for. Well, now that we know what it stands for, tell us about the work you're doing in Europe today. We have about 120 direct corporate members and a number of associations from the member states of the European Union. Germany, France, Italy, Poland, Spain, for example. In total, we represent directly and indirectly about 3,000 businesses from the automotive supply chain in Europe. We do this on European level, where we contribute to EU policy discussions, to international harmonization, to research and development policies, and a pretty broad agenda of topics in the interest of our members. Current focus is certainly the ongoing green and digital transition of mobility. Our members are the ones delivering the technology for this transition. The rate of change in the automotive business is exponential, and Klepa sees that on a daily basis. I think we're going to see more change in the next 10 years than we have seen in the past 50 to 60 years. We see developments on uh, minimizing the environmental impact, maximizing road safety, and this is going to continue certainly uh, research and innovation in the sector. When we are looking at vehicle propulsion, battery and fuel cell electric vehicles are going to be important going forward. A lot of the research and innovation that we are going to see is focusing on improving performance, but also the safety, also certainly the circularity, reducing the dependency on scarce materials, and advances in terms of providing usable, safe, reliable, affordable, high-performance solution for customers. Europe has committed to climate neutrality by 2050. And transportation is fundamental to that. I asked Benjamin how the EU legislative framework is shifting towards electromobility. And further to that, if electrification is the only way to achieve climate neutrality targets. Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Thank you, Carl. The Commission would probably say, the European Commission would probably say, what they are putting forward is technology neutral. And on the, at face value, that is certainly the case. What we see, though, 
is in the proposals that the Commission puts forward a quite ambitious target of 100% reduction of emissions at the tailpipe in 2035, currently for cars and vans. For trucks, the discussion is still going on. This limits the choice of technologies to a quite narrow pathway forward. And battery electric mobility will play a very important role in mobility in the future. We are all for it. We support the overall policy objective of climate neutrality. But we also think it is important to keep technology openness or technology liberty, if you want, so that we can use technologies, that we keep these options open where electrification is not, maybe not yet, uh, the perfect solution. The technology liberty and openness Benjamin is speaking about is further accentuated and enhanced by robust research and development. That's something that really makes me proud. The automotive suppliers industry, together with the manufacturers, we are the largest private investor in research and development, about 33% of overall spending. That's ahead of other sectors like pharmaceuticals and health. And a lion's share of the investments really come from the, the automotive suppliers industry. Last year, 39,000 patents. So that reflects that we contribute to innovation, to competitiveness also of the, uh, of the European uh, location for manufacturing. And we would like to keep it that way. The European Union and policymaking plays an important role in this context. The EU is a, is a strong supporter of pre-competitive research. where We really lay the groundwork for innovative solutions that will then later on enter into the market. Defining the priorities for that research, facilitating funding for such research, that's one of the priority areas of work for CLIPA in the interest of our members. During our discussion, Benjamin and the CLEPA team shared their vision of a long-term horizon in reference to things like the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act and the EU's Green New Deal industry plan. We follow the discussion on industrial policy and competition with quite some interest. The Inflation Reduction Act has quite some impact and is going to attract investments across the board in all industries and certainly also for automotive. So what we expect to happen there and what we need to see is that the European Union in its policy response matches in the, in the timing, in the time horizon and also the magnitude these policies. Funding needs to be involved in that context. But we also need to work much further on a long-term horizon on European competitiveness. We need the skills. Uh, we need access to finance. We should be working on further strengthening our single market. We should work towards uh, reducing the bureaucratic burden of regulation, which with all well intentions, and they are all laudable and supported, but sometimes undermine the overall strategy and the overall objectives that we are setting in front of us. Sometimes essential concepts, ideas, and objectives get reduced to buzzwords. And I don't think we do this intentionally, but we say them so much as part of our everyday conversations that it just happens naturally. So, for example, cybersecurity, really important topic that if we're not careful becomes a buzzword that ends up as a filler to polish up a press release. Electrification is a buzzword. Sustainability is one of those very fashionable buzzwords. But it's an important concept. And what I appreciated was how Benjamin presented sustainability in a very succinct but tangible way. Sustainability is hugely important because the consumer demands it and it is becoming increasingly a differentiator in competition. 
So if you want to sell your products, you need to be excellent, not only on the technology side, it needs to be sustainable. The impact on the environment and also social impact need to be minimized or optimized as much as is possible. Our members are quite advanced in, in their work on increasing sustainability and improving sustainability performance. Challenges are to do that along the complex value chains that we are organizing and specifically smaller businesses will need support there. The European Union is quite active in this regard when it comes to policies and regulation. We are following these, of course, when it comes to sustainable finance, corporate sustainability reporting, eco-design, for example. All of these are important roles that are going to impact strongly on our sector. The EU is organizing projects to promote uh, sustainability, for example, the IRIS project, which is dedicated to accelerating the transition to safe and sustainably designed materials, products and processes. And of course, we are strongly involved uh, in supporting these, these projects. For more information on CLEPA, the European Association of Automotive Suppliers, visit klepa.eu.com. That's C-L-E-P-A dot E-U dot com. Klepa.eu.com. You can also follow Klepa on LinkedIn and watch informative videos on their YouTube channel. In Detroit with Benjamin Krieger, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.